um, a good example. We just took over um, a new Airbnb. He was originally charging $30. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath house. And he was charging $30 a night for each room and $70 a night for the entire house. Hmm. And we were like... That's low. That's... (laughs) (laughs) You know... So um, now, like um, tomorrow, we get the first guest, and they're paying one twenty-five a night, which is okay, you know, to start. But that's that. So that's what I mean by putting in more effort because we swapped out the furniture, we redid the listing to make it, you know, more attractive, so we could get more. But if we just took over and was like, okay, we'll just keep it at the seventy dollars, eventually it won't be worth it. Yeah. But so if you keep yeah. building and growing it, then you know it benefits you and the owner. Yeah. Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. <laughs> What's up, Micah, man? Chilling, man. What you got up? What do I got up? Uh, we got some special guests today. This is episode 91, by the way. Of Live Let Thrive, your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, Home Away, uh, Share Economy, Innovation Podcast, and all that stuff. And, um, and today, we got what? We got Erica. Ooh, uh, what's the, how do you say the last thing? I'm going to butcher it. Just Erica. Erica. We got Erica from my favorite city, Houston, Texas. And, and... yes, sir, throw it up. H is up. Uh, and AJ, AJ, AJ. Okay, there we go. Houston coming on. Yes, sir. uh, They're going to tell us all about what the co host life, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. The co host life. I like that. I like that. So, Erica and AJ. I, I was, I was, yeah, I was nervous about saying your name, AJ. <laughs> or, or you're not the only one. Trust me. How do you Trust say me. it, by the way? The... Azubi K, Azubi K. So it's not that bad. Azubi K, you, I hear you, right? Yes, sir. Ebo. Good, good, good job. Yeah, good call. Good call. Good yeah. Say, yeah. Say, my friend. <laughs> yes, sir. You must have Nigerian friends. That's the only way you'll know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Cool. Cool. Well, you got some new food over here. Sweet. Erica and AJ, y'all are um, airbnb out of Houston, Texas. And um, so we'll go ahead and start off with the, with the main question. Um, when did you start airbnb and, uh, and what got you into it? All right. Um, it actually started Super Bowl in Houston. Yeah. So it's, a, I guess, kind of a common story, but not really. So uh, she was going to school out here. And what? she had an apartment, and the Super Bowl is coming. I believe it was 2017. I believe it was yep. 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we used Airbnb traveling, you know, um, but we never really got on the other side. And I was just thinking, I was like, maybe we should list your apartment on, you know, Airbnb for Super Bowl. She was like, man, it's kind of too far. I don't know if anybody's going to book it. It wasn't like <laughs> a luxury apartment. It was literally just like a regular apartment. So. Regular. Yeah, so she was like, I don't think so. So we kind of played with it for a while because it was like January when we thought about it. So we kind of played with it for a couple of weeks, not doing anything. So we're like, let's, let's just do it. So we just listed it. And then like immediately, because she was still going to school. So during the week, she'll be in the apartment. But, you know, she's from Houston, so she can just go home if 
um, we had to book it. So she'll be living there, and then we put it up, and like immediately it got booked. It got booked, I should say. And that was before we knew so much stuff and about amenities and pricing. So we just put it up for so low. It was like $600. Yeah, it was like uh, $120 a night. And it was 10 minutes from NRG, so that's pretty close. It's pretty close, you know. But, you know, like I said, we're just so naive. That's the best word because we didn't know much, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But once we posted it and we got booked every weekend, pretty much until she had to leave, which was only like an extra month, um, that made us open our eyes like, okay, People use Airbnb. People will rent on Airbnb. People will like actually spend money. Like she said, it wasn't like a luxury apartment. It was just literally like a a school, a dorm at some sort, you know, a school apartment. So that really opened our eyes. Nice, nice. Yeah, so <laughs> Super Bowls was started with this. Definitely. Dang, man. That's, I was actually there for Super Bowl weekend. I actually, uh, I didn't stay in an Airbnb. I stayed at my cousin's house, but all the houses around this house were airbnb oh, out. I was oh, like, dang, yeah. yeah, this dude, I, like a few of his neighbors were in their places at least two, three grand a night. I, like, these are just regular three, four bedroom apartments, uh, houses. Man, yeah, I, I'll remember that. Yeah. I wish I could go back. Yeah, no. He <laughs> <laughs> said that all the time, and I'm like, I'm with you. Like, we could have easily made like three, four, five thousand, yeah. even six, just Jesus. that small weekend, you know. But we mm-hmm. try to be grateful. We try to look on the bright side because that did allow us to actually start. You know, so shall look yeah. on the bright side of things. So y'all started with just a single apartment, just mm-hmm. a single apartment. And so y'all got the y'all got the bug right away. You got the, those those checks started rolling in, and yeah. so uh, checks started. Oh, completely. You know, like I remember one time um, we went on, we put our um, stuff on Airbnb, we posted it, and we traveled out the city to LA, and that was the first feeling because she got a check. It was like, oh, wow, like, yeah. we can use this Airbnb money while we're literally out. Yeah. So that was, like, the first fit. It was like, wow, we're getting money while not working. So after that, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had the bug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We never went back. And know. I was a college student, so that, that money was, it was pretty good. I needed that money. <laughs> yeah. So then, y'all, um... So what was your next step? Like you're saying, we're making good money now. How are we going to improve this, improve the, the apartment and, or grow it? Well, the lease, the lease ended like... The month after. Yeah, we, <laughs> the lease ended in March. Super Bowl's in February. Yeah. And we put it up like that, that week before Super Bowl. So we had like maybe three or four weekends mm-hmm. to put it up. And then after that, I moved back home because college is done. The apartment is over. And now we're like, okay, how can we do it again you know but i kind of just put it at the on the back of my head and wasn't really thinking much about it but then i started working and then he came to me and was like hey let's get another apartment solely for airbnb and i was like "Mm, just for airbnb like we we barely tried it you know like what about the rent and then i was like no i i don't care let's just try it you know (laughs) because at the time you know we're we're both working so like if Worst come the worst, you know, we we'll just, just pay the rent, you know, which is granted, you don't want to do that if you want, but at the end of the day, if you can do that, then fine. So, but I was like, nah, man, like, we, 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 we got to get this apartment. So, after the apartment at first that we were doing that ended quickly, we looked around, we kind of did some research, okay, 
before we get into the next one, let's really try to I guess do a little research so we know we're getting a good area, the amenities were good and things like that. So we kind of since we knew about NRG, we knew about that area pretty well. We pretty much wanted to go back there, you know. So we got an apartment literally across the street from NRG. Yeah, you can see see NRG from the balcony. Yes, so it was close. So we literally put it on stairs like, okay, now it's 10 minutes away. This is one minute away. Like, we want to make sure that if you want to go NRG, it's not a problem. So that was literally our next step um, after that. And that was almost like maybe a year in between, honestly. So it took us a little time. Um, but it was about a year in between that first Airbnb and the one next to NRG. But this time it was like a better apartment. It was a luxury apartment. It had an elevator. Uh, furniture was brand new. We had Airbnb in mind the whole time. Yeah. So everything was intentional. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like I think we paid rent like maybe the first, the first one. That's it. The first month and like half the second month. And then the summer it was just paying yeah. itself. Yeah. Like, so I have a so I have a question for you because like I know Houston, Houston's like a, a lot of big players are Airbnb out in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, so like at this point, is Houston? Would you say Houston saturated and or is it still money to be made? At the time when we first got into it, uh, when uh, we got to the NRG one, or at present time right now? Pre- present time right now. Um, honestly, um, I think there are a lot of players, but I honestly don't think they're playing the same game if that makes sense you know there's a lot of people hosting their homes a lot of people um listing their apartments and condos but it's not that many that are that are taking the small details in account you know really being intentional about making their property an airbnb property as opposed to just listing your spare room or listing your spare house that you have so um, i wouldn't say it's not saturated because you know a lot of people are doing it down here i'm, I'm not going to say they're not but it's not that many that are being intentional and actually trying to make sure the properties are up kept and making sure it's all the way to the T and things like that. So um, I, I'm gonna say a little bit yes and yes to both questions. Yeah. Okay. So nice. you you just doing you y'all are doing a good job of just standing out, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's essentially um, what we try to do. We watch and like listen and like read a lot of Airbnb <sighs> things. So like pretty much on our mind twenty fours. 24 7 is airbnb and we're watching this like netflix show i think it's called like instant hotel yeah and Mm -hmm. we learned small like design thing from them like having an instagrammable wall or having a a area where people want to take pictures and just small things like that that we move to our airbnb to make it stand out so like we're constantly just learning constantly just looking for things to improve so yeah like that's why i kind of feel like even though it may be saturated you know if you can stand out in some way, you will. I'm writing. I'm writing a bunch of things down here, um, AJ oh, and Eric, Erica. Um, first question was because y'all started that one uh, right across the street from NRG, and you Ooh. said it was. Um, you said it was like a you know higher end um, uh, apartment. So how much how much a month were y'all paying for that high end fancy apartment? The the rent itself was about twelve hundred. You know. Um, so it's not that bad exactly and it's right across the street we got it through uh, an apartment locator so it was originally 15 but they got it down to 12 and I was like okay now we can take (laughs) it but if it was a 15 I think I would be I would have been a little more skeptical still for a while but once it was 1200 I was like okay 600 each that's fine so oh nice 
Yeah, so stop. it wasn't that much. Um, but yeah, it was um, still an amount that we were like, okay, we got to really make sure we try to get this money back per month. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so were they, um, did they really know what Airbnb was back then? Or was it, was it legal in those oh. apartments? <laughs> That's the question. Okay, the you, you kind of flip it on to our next story. Um, but um, I'm just going to answer it and then go to the next spot, what you want to hear. Um, people were actually doing it in our exact apartment complex, you know? Um, so, yeah, just not well. So we were doing it, you know, like we started it in March and all of April was pretty much booked once we opened it you know um and then ever since then it just kept going well so more and more people were coming to the apartment and then every once in a while um i'm walking around and you know as the airbnb host and walking around the apartment complex you know who's the airbnb guest you can kind of <laughs> you know you can kind of they're looking around and stuff like that so we kind of started seeing more and more of that in our apartments so we're like okay some other people are doing it you know and that was before we knew about, like, corporate leasing and things like that. We just knew about regular Airbnb. So, yeah, so we were doing it. And, like I said, we kind of saw people. We kind of saw smart locks in the apartments as well. So we are like, okay, okay, <laughs> you know. So we are doing it so well. And then just one time we got a call from the, uh, <laughs> from the front desk. office. And they're like, <laughs> Uh, yes, we. I think we see your listing on Airbnb. You can't do that, blah, blah, blah. We're like, really? No. So we're doing, doing that game. And it was like, yes, well, I'm sorry. You'll have to. You can't do this anymore, blah, blah, blah. So kind of for almost like two months, we kind of put that a hiatus because, again, that was like our first real one. So to be honest with you, they spooked us, you know, like they really did. <laughs> uh, we were scared. We are like, no, man. But no. So what we did was we unlisted it because oh, at that yeah. time we were already booked all yeah. the way through to <laughs> August. So oh. we're like, okay, oh, we took it down, but it was still running. Yeah. So then they called us again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we see it again. We came to the front office and we're just talking and we're, you know, is there any way, blah, blah, blah. Again, this is before we knew about corporate leasing. So we're just like, yeah, it may not be ours. It may be theirs, you know, so. We were really trying to, like, uh, what can we do? Can we do it? Can we can't? So when they called us the second time, they're like, yeah, I'm sorry. You, you, can't, you can't do that. I'm sorry. We know you have bookings. So we're like, okay, darn. So we, we unlisted it. No, nah, excuse me. We unlisted it and kind of had, like, a hiatus for a couple months. And that's honestly where we started co-hosting, to be completely honest. No, that's- we skipped a step. We started uh, subleasing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. subleasing. But uh, so essentially after we kind of got spooked with there, they're like, okay, oh, no, no, you can't do this anymore. So like, again, we kind of got kind of scared. So we're kind of figuring out what we can do to continue Airbnb because at this point, the ball was rolling. We didn't want to really stop just out of nowhere, yeah. you know. Um, so for the two months we stopped, so we're like, okay, we went to this was I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we're looking on Craigslist, offer up let go pretty much anywhere to find people subleasing like their apartment for the summer because it was summertime so we're thinking okay if it's not because the main reason why that the apartment we're at it kind of got like that because it was kind of 
you know, it's an elevator, so it's closed. You see yeah. people walking in and out. It's not an outside apartment, so it's a lot easier for to get caught, you know. They would go to the leasing office yeah. and say they're looking for their Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that happened. So, we kind of moved to subleasing. So, the, we saw one that was, she was like, yeah, I'm leaving for the summer. Um, I just finished school. But, you know, they do year leases, so they had June and July and half of August still under the lease. But she moved back home. So, I was like, hmm. Okay, so we just said, can we take that from you? You know, not even telling her about Airbnb. We're like, can we take that from you? You know, and she was like, oh, definitely. I'm trying to find somebody to take my lease. Uh, so, <laughs> so we took that, and it was a little further out from NRG, but still in a good area, still near the Galleria. I'm not too sure if y'all are familiar with that. The Galleria. Southside? Yeah. So it's still in a good area. So we did that, and again, we're like, wow, we just paid $1,000. We had to make this work, you know, like. We have it up until uh, August. So while the one by NRG was secretly secretly under commission, still going <laughs> on, still not going on, we kind of built our chops with those subleases. So we got that one then literally from June to August. The rent was, how much was the rent for that one? I think it was pretty cheap. It was like 900 or something like that. Really talking about the first yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like eight or 900. And we're maybe getting about 15 16 around 1700 a month for those two and a half months so we're like okay this is definitely something that is sustainable this is definitely something that can be continued and can be copied so we're just grateful that we can continue doing that you know um but all in all while we're doing the subleasing we went back because i was living there you know that was actually my apartment i was living there so once we weren't airbnb i was just just living there I noticed there's different management, you know, because, you know, apartment change management so much. So, you know, she didn't really want to do it. But I was like, I did it. I was like, let's just put it back. It's different management. We can say we didn't know, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so our lease was ending and um, we did actually, um, yeah, yeah, our lease was ending. So we got the lease in March. So it's March to March. They caught us around the summertime. So that's when we kind of slowed down. Um, and then around August, September, um, we, the, we put it back. Up, yeah, we but put we it back up. We didn't open the date. We didn't open because, the date shit. Uh, we had the rodeo. So the rodeo is, uh, are you guys familiar with the rodeo at all? Yeah, Selena. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they, yeah. Don't they have one like in Dallas? Oh, cool. They it's got kind of stockyards. Fort Worth, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Fort Worth. Okay. It's kind of similar. Yeah, so it's at NRG every yes. year, yes. and that was gonna. That's like February through March. Mm-hmm. So it's the February, and then our lease ended in March. So we were like, okay, let's let's open those dates up. Yeah. And so that whole actually the entire time of the rodeo, it was booked back to back, back to back to because back to people back. are taking into consideration not having to pay for parking. You know, they can just walk across or walk outside and you have the lift um, bikers who will just take you there and you just pay tips, you know. So families, they loved it. It was safe. There was parking, you know. Um, so th- that we went out with the bank there and we didn't yeah. get caught. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, so we, yeah. So like like she said, because once we got the listen at first, it was March. So we just missed the rodeo of that year. So in our head, we're like, no. Yeah, we're gonna get we're it. gonna make sure when February <laughs> March comes again, I don't care. We're gonna do it. So once we did it, we're like, okay, yeah, that around the rodeo time, it was almost ridiculous 
how many inquiries, how many people wanted to stay. And again, like she said, when we say walking distance, we literally mean walking. You can walk outside five minutes, you're in the NRG parking lot, you know. So people really love that. And that was like a huge selling point. And that's when we kind of learn small things like walk to NRG in our title, you know, um, parking. You know, that's when we kind of started learning the small things. Because when we first started, we just posted, we listed, and got the inquiry. We weren't really worrying about different titles. We weren't really worried about different descriptions. We weren't really worried about where pictures may go, which pictures should go. We weren't really worried about that. But once we got that rodeo traffic, we were like, okay, we know specifically we should cater to these people. We know specifically we should cater to those people. We know, So that's when we kind of learned those things. But, yeah, that rodeo really opened our eyes to, like, that area just in general. And that, mm-hmm. I don't want to go ahead of myself again. That's what caused us to get another apartment by NRG to kind of just do that full time by itself. So that kind of runs like by itself, you know, I was literally over there earlier talking to the cleaner, but that's how we moved over to that NRG apartment kind of a little further out, maybe a couple minutes, but it's still maybe five, 10 minute drive to NRG. So it's still relatively close, but just not as close as the other one. So what, what kind of profits were y'all making off the one walking distance to NRG? Uh, I'm going to say... Our rent was about twelve hundred. We averaged easily about twenty one hundred a month. So we get okay. about seven eight hundred. You know, on I know specifically for July, we made thirty five hundred, and nice. our rent was twelve hundred. Nice. That was July. Specific. So, <laughs> like, we really was like, okay, no, 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 no. This is something that, like, you know. So, it was is it so a crazy. one bedroom apartment or two? One one bedroom wow. apartment. Wow. H-Town, I'm coming down, baby, I'm coming down. But, 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 it was a one-bedroom, but we did, in the, you know, in the time that we took between the Super Bowl and starting that, we learned how to optimize the space. So, although it was a one-bedroom, we had in the living room a day bed with a trundle, which gave us uh, enough to sleep four. So, there's two twin beds, essentially, and then one queen bed. So, one one bedroom, but... Sleeps more than one. Yeah. yeah, I'm a fan of the trundle. I like the trundle. Yeah, yeah. yeah those are really, really helpful. Definitely sleeping more people. But yeah, that apartment really, really profited uh, a lot. So that's just that really opened our eyes to the actual Airbnb and how you can actually make money on Airbnb. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So you said it was thirty. You made thirty five hundred. Your lot. rent's twelve. Man. So yeah. I want to go back to you getting caught. So I've been in that situation myself. So did you have your, did y'all have y'all face on Airbnb? Like your profile picture and all that? Um, we did actually. We did. Yeah. It, it, is that how y'all, they caught y'all or did they ever let y'all know how they caught y'all? I think it's the pool picture. I, yeah. I think with the pool, cause we, cause again, this was our first time. We're just going in. Um, but we had like a pool picture. So if you know your apartment, you know, that's the apartment. Um, so that was one of the main reasons that really like yeah. got people to say, okay, that may be it. And again, like I said, other people in the apartment were listing it on Airbnb. They were. So again, this may just be us hoping it wasn't us. Um, but we're thinking one of uh, other guests went to the front office and just said, I'm looking for an Airbnb. Not necessarily ours, but an A Airbnb. 
So I think after that, they kind of just looked all through Airbnb to see if they can find it. So that's how I think I got caught, you know. Okay. Uh, but who knows? They may have saw us. They may have saw our guests walk into our apartment. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so do y'all, do y'all still do arbitrages like that now? Or? Just one. Just one. Yeah. Just one? Yeah. Are y'all doing it on corporate or you still have them kind of underground? How you? Wow. Well, <laughs> it's still kind of underground. It's, it's kind of both. A little yeah, bit of both. So there is someone in that apartment mm-hmm. who has a corporate lease. So he has several of them. So, you know, we just slid ours you know, in. Just... <laughs> it could not be his. But but know. it's a lot easier yeah. not to get caught, I should say, because it's um, it's just a regular apartment, you know, outside stairs. So it's a lot bigger. So it's going to be a lot more research, a lot more digging to find out everything. And again, I don't want to encourage anybody to do this or not. I'm just, we're just telling you what we did and what we're doing, you know. So I don't want to tell somebody to do it. Like, oh, I got caught. You said to do it. I'm not telling you to do it. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to not get caught, and I'll tell you how to get caught. You know, I, I, like, if you listen to our podcast, we go all the way. All the way oh, 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 I know. That's why I didn't mind saying that we got caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we everybody's been there, you know? <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. So at this point, like, how many units do you guys have, Airbnb units do you guys have in total? Okay. Um, every time staff, you always really have to think. Okay. So right now we're in... Um, a regular house that has a garage apartment, so we're renting that out. Um, yeah. That rental arbitrage that we have that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. um, a little bit further out from NRG, uh, we're doing that one. Um, that's under our name. And then the rest of them, honestly, are all co-hosted. And we have 10 listings and five properties. Um, okay. So all, all the other ones are other people's properties, other people's homes that we just help them co-host. So that's kind of how we maneuver over to being a co-host as opposed to just regular hosting. So we started hosting by ourselves, um, like the one by NRG and then a rental arbitrage that we're doing and also the garage apartment that we're doing. Um, but all the other ones are all co-hosted. Okay. So with you being a co-host, which I've never really co-hosted, I've always used teams. So I want to, what, what all does that entail for you to do? Okay. Um, so pretty much us specifically, you know, every co-host, they have a set amount of things that we do. Um, but we do this full time. So it allows us to be able to do more than just, you mm-hmm. know, we'll message. So from the beginning, most of actually all of ours, except for one, they were just property owners. So they weren't doing Airbnb at all. Yeah. So we offer a setup service, which is we'll help you set it up. And then we'll also help you manage it, which is day to day from like guest correspondence to cleaning. Um, what else? Like pretty much listing, everything. Listen, photography. We pretty much do up and down. It does. The, um, it is different per property owner because some hosts say, "Oh, I want this. I want that." So we kind of you know tailor it per um, per host. Um, I mean, per property owner, I should say. But essentially. We run that bad boy up and down, you know. We do the list of photography, we change the pricing, we put our dynamic pricing on there. Uh, we make sure the pictures look good, the descriptions, pretty much do all of that uh, under being the co-host. Wow. So, like, like, because you guys are doing 10 properties, how yeah. are you, do you know, what automations do you have? Do you guys are using automations? Are you answering your own messages? Are you going out to these places? Or do you all have automation set up? Um, yeah, we have automation. We use your porter um for mm-hmm. messaging um you know things like that we love your porter honestly we use a couple your other porter. ones but um we really like your porter um so that's the main thing um we use 
beyond pricing. And I know you're a fan of Price Labs, so I really may have to check that out. But we use Beyond Pricing now. Um, and it's doing pretty good with this. So those are also the main thing that far as automation. Because like she said, we mm-hmm. do this full time. So we have a lot of our time to do the things that as opposed to paying out, we can just do ourselves, you know. Except for cleaning. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, of course. We have a cleaner because there's no way that we can clean all those properties at once. Because yeah. there's a lot of check-ins and check-outs on the same day. Yeah, so oh, yeah. we, we work with one cleaner and mm-hmm. she has a bunch of other cleaners. So they'll take care of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do everything else except for cleaning. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Y'all need to talk to Steve because Steve likes to go scrub toilets. <laughs> I'll be trying to get him out of there. But... Like, like, honestly, I'm, I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I, I was kind of with you because she used to always tell me, stop cleaning, stop cleaning. I was like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like me cleaning up. But yeah, I don't clean anymore. So thank you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, Stephen. I was with you. I, I used Man. to be on <laughs> my wife was doing the turnovers. Right, we had one Airbnb, and I would go help every now and then, and Michael would give me shit about it. So, yeah. <laughs> go back to real quick. Um, so the co-hosting. This is this is what fascinates me because I've heard like people try it. And then they'll jump out of it saying it's not worth it, you know, for the 20%. Or, do you, or how much do y'all charge for a co-host? We charge 20. 20. Yeah. 20%. We started, we started with 10, you know. And oh, that's free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's, again, you know, we're, we're just jumping. Like, that was like the first somebody came to us was like, oh, and we're just like, um, 10%. And in our head, it was like, we're getting 10%. We're not doing, doing anything, anything, you know. So, it's like, 10% is good. Um, but once we started doing more, like, okay, no, 10% is definitely won't cut it at all, <laughs> at all. <laughs> so we charged a uh, minimum 20% now, minimum 20%. Okay. And how, because like I said, I hear people hop out of it saying it's not really, it's not worth it. All, you know, kind of like they're doing all the work and only getting 20% of it. And so a lot of people, you know, quit doing that pretty quickly. What, what keeps y'all doing it? And, um, and what are some tips to make it easier and, and worth it? Honestly, um, I'll say what keeps us going is I'll go back to the Super Bowl, that bug, you know, like I'm kind of kind of have like an addictive personality. Um, so like I'm always trying to find a new property or uh, find another person to convince to do Airbnb or like that's kind of like my like way about it. So I don't really see it as not profitable or not like getting enough money for us because I see it on the way that we're in a stage of growing, you know, we're trying to move to the next step. We're trying to make it so that we don't ever have to do this and it becomes autonomous, you know? Uh, so I don't really see it that way, but I honestly think while some people may say that because they may just be co-hosting one person's and that one person may be getting about 1500 a month. So they see about, you know, maybe a hundred, 150. So they're like, that's not worth it. But you know, if you have five, six, seven, eight, those starts to kind of add up, you yeah. know. So I yeah. think it's kind of, it may be kind of different for us because of that. But I think if you are co-hosting, and I'm talking to people out there, try to get as many as you can because that's where you actually see the numbers coming in. And then once you get more, the automation starts to come in. You start getting your systems down. So you get more, and then you start to see you're doing less work. <laughs> I would also huh. say um, putting in more effort. So, of course, if you just – 
see co-hosting as like taking over someone else's Airbnb, like you're just going to get whatever it is that they put in the work for. But if you, you put an effort to make sure, you know, you can increase the pricing from what they were doing, like make it better. So, okay, instead of $30 a night, we can now charge um, a good example. We just took over um, a new Airbnb. Mm-hmm. He was originally charging $30. It's a three bedroom, two bath house. And he was charging $30 a night for each room and $70 a night for the entire house. Hmm. And we were like, that's low. That's, (laughs) (laughs) you know. So um, now, like um, tomorrow, we get the first guest and they're paying $125 a night, which is okay, you know, to start. But that's that. So that's what I mean by putting in more effort because we swapped out the furniture, we redid the listing to make it, you know, more attractive. So we could get more. But if we just took over and was like, okay, we'll just keep it at the $70, eventually it won't be worth it. Yeah, but so if I, you keep yeah. building and growing it, then, you know, it benefits you and the owner. Yeah. That's awesome, right? See, I never heard a, a response like that because, yeah, I mean, if you're just going to get 10% of 70 bucks, that's a seven bucks, or, you know, 20%, that's 14 bucks, that's not worth it. But but you you actually make growing his profit margins yep. which in turn grows your your profit margins that's yeah that's pretty genius right there exactly so that's that's the, really the way that we like to um come into it starting because uh, no matter what if we take over an airbnb or a listing mm-hmm. um the first thing that we want to do is see how can it improve yeah if it's already on airbnb and it's doing well that's good but there's always ways you can make it better whether different mm-hmm. furniture whether the design whether Things like that. So that's kind of how we came into it. So it's like, okay, if he was making $80 a night before and we know everything that we know about Airbnb, I'm sure we can make it go up to 100. I'm sure we can make it go up to 115 a night. You know, so I guess that's another way or another reason why it's not something that we just want to stop because we know we're in control of the destiny, you know, as opposed to the owner being controlled, you know? A lot of our... um homeowners they actually never come to the property yeah. they never message the guest yeah. <laughs> nothing they just all we ask is that they pay us the cleaning fee so every week it used to be every two weeks but now it's every week we invoice them for the cleaning fee and they'll just pay that because they got the money so they're just they don't care about the house <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome they don't yeah. know y'all do um, all the one work of our, one of our host, uh, owners they actually live in alaska yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So like they they don't even know what's going on, but they're fine with what's coming into their bank account. So yeah, yep. And he has a real unique situation. He has a fourplex, and this has kind of inspired me to do something like this. He has a fourplex, and all three of them, well, excuse me, three of them are on Airbnb, and then one of them is a long term. And he was saying just that one long term um, allows him to make that for sure. Then everything else just profit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's kind of where I want to move to. I want to get like a duplex or a triplex to do something like that. I know I always talk about it, she hears it, but that's kind of like my... my how, how, how hard are those to find in Houston? Like a duplex, triplex, and a fourplex yeah, in a decent, yeah. in, a, in an Airbnb type neighborhood? That, that's the thing. You know, you did the Airbnb type uh, area, but so many of these areas are being, I hate to use this trigger word, being gentrified, you know, like around yeah, Third yeah. Ward, around like um, historically back uh, universities in, U- in uh, Houston. So yeah. a lot of those areas that had duplexes and triplexes that were kind of quote unquote run down, now those areas are getting better. So this is literally the perfect time to like purchase and invest in one of those uh, duplexes and triplexes. In the third ward? 
Yeah, third border of the area. Wow, okay. My wife's family's from there. That's why I was thinking. Okay. Oh, oh, my no. really? Yeah, okay. definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, because I know they they're building, they're about to build an H E B in that area. You know, like a newer H E B. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> and then you know, I always like to say once you have a Starbucks, you know you're all the way on the other side. <laughs> Not a Starbucks yet. <laughs> but there's they're an H E B. So I know they're going in that direction. So definitely the third world area is like a, a real real area that you should invest in but back to your actual question they're pretty expensive but not the price that you would think for what the area would be if that makes sense yeah. so I still think yeah. it would be a deal to buy it now I'm no real estate agent though <laughs> nah, they always say that is true you got Starbucks and you got uh, random white people running their dogs you know, <laughs> your neighborhood values going up <laughs> I'm just saying no, not lying there You're not lying there <laughs> Uh, uh, real yeah, real quick on H-E-B. H-E-B is this um, South Texas uh, grocery store chain that I love. I'm in North Texas, so I don't. there's none over here. Or there might be some, you know, whatever. Burleson. Yeah, some fancy schman. It's not like the same, the South Texas ones. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. I love H-E-B. And I, and I have friends, when I visit friends in Houston, I'll, I'll, I'll say, hey, you don't need anything? I'm going to go to the H-E-B. You know, <laughs> it's just going to be there all day. The Houston are like the size of all of America. They're it's, huge. It's bigger than Costco's and stuff. <laughs> and and we and I remember going one time to get pick up some stuff for a friend, and, and I went to that huge H-E-B right down the way. And, um, man, they had samples at every place. They're giving oh, they beer samples, wines. I, mean, I was getting loaded up in there. And uh, <laughs> just walking past. <laughs> and it was just all the beautiful people in there shopping. And I was like, dang, this is cool. And so, so I, was, uh, I have an idea for y'all. Uh, y'all have heard of Airbnb experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all should do a, a H-E-B, uh, an authentic H-E-B experience in Houston, <laughs> Texas, and go take them shopping at H-E-B. It'll be a hit. <laughs> you know, like people when they message us, is like, "What should we do? What should we do?" So, hey, you may have onto something. Go Come to, to the biggest grocery store <laughs> in the world. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Anyways, is. we got off. We got off topic. One quick, um, one quick question. I was gonna. I was okay. So I'm still like on that um, co-hosting thing. Yeah. Now you said. Now I like how y'all are. Y'all saying y'all, y'all are make, maximizing the profits for them in turn maximizing y'all's profits. Definitely. But what do you if you had to choose between co-hosting and doing the arbitrage? Wh- which one would you choose and why? Mm-hmm. Co-hosting. co-hosting, honestly. Really. Um, the main reason, to be completely honest with you, is um, the quote-unquote pressure of paying the rent. You know, like. Although if it's going good, you won't have to worry about it. And if it goes good all the time, you'll never have to worry about it. So that's good. But, you know, you never know, you know. So um, that's why we kind of like coasting because it allows us to be flexible with our finances just in general because we don't have to, you know, drop 15, 17, 1800 to start. You know, we literally start money free. You know, like we're coming in with paying okay. no money and we're coming out getting money. So it's like, win-win. It's a, you know, it's a win-win. One plus one definitely equals two in that situation. That is awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have an opportunity for you guys. <laughs> but it's funny. It's, I just mentioned this. You know, I just, it just can't cross my mind right now. Because I have a buddy that recently he, um, see, I work at American Airlines here at DFW Airport. 
but uh, like a spot opened up what we do over at the IAH airport in Houston. And mm-hmm. um, so his he, he, he jumped on it because his, his girlfriend, fiance, she lives in Galveston. So he oh. didn't want to be, um, you know, he wants to work during the week with the weekends off, maybe, maybe even Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. And so, but he doesn't want to do that hour and whatever, 15 minute drive back and forth to Galveston every day. So he was looking for, he was just looking for a spot in Houston he could rent. And then, but he, he wouldn't even use it on the weekends. You know what I'm saying? So he might have something available that y'all could um, co-host and rent out on the weekends for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Link us up, man. We love growing. We love talking to more people. We love just like spreading the knowledge because it's, it's funny because, um, Whenever I talk to property owners or homeowners about Airbnb in general, you know, the first thing they say is always the same thing. Oh, I tried to list it on Super Bowl. I didn't get it listed. <laughs> oh, I don't like Airbnb. That's every time we talk to a homeowner, that's literally their story. They say, yeah, I tried. And I say, how much did you put the price in? Uh, $15,000 a night. I'm like, <laughs> maybe that's why. $15,000 you know? dollars a night. <laughs> Yeah, they always give us a crazy number, and it's like, I get it, but, so that's literally always their story, so they always like, oh, I don't like Airbnb, we tried, and so whenever we go in, I kind of like, it's like, okay, if as long as you heard about it, as long as you know about it, I feel like I'm pretty convincing and talking to somebody that I can convince them to at least hear me out, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> that's cool, man. Um yeah. Yeah, the the you like the co-hosting that that just trips me out and um, shoot, I might rent an apartment in Houston and then let y'all co-host it for me. Hey man, this <laughs> is true. So hey, I'm definitely thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so on on that note, let's say okay, hey, let's say let's say we're gonna run through this real quick. Okay, let's say hey guys, uh, y'all find me a, uh, if y'all can find me a good place to rent. You know, let's say fifteen hundred a month in a good spot. Um, I'll go ahead and do that now. Um, but I'm over here. Do I, how can, could y'all set me up with all the, you know, could y'all like get it ready, you know, ready to go for me? I'll, you know, of course I'll pay for everything. And if so, so how much would it cost to get me started? Like on, let's say a one bedroom, you know, whatever, 600 square foot place to get it up and running with all the furnishings I need and and ready to roll. Um, so that's where I come in. So, um, we've pretty much gotten that down to a science. So for nice. like a one bedroom that's easy, we can get that set up in a weekend. That that's how often we've done it. So um, what I like to do, I like to first start off on Facebook Marketplace. Like I'm Facebook, so glad Facebook, that Facebook. exists. Um, Facebook <laughs> yep. Marketplace is my favorite place to go to for Airbnbs. Um, and so like we'll probably use like maybe seven hundred dollars to furnish the entire thing. What? Yeah, like mm-hmm. like when I say like again like I, I I use you know offer up you know those resale apps but like how she uses it it's like a different story and I didn't even know like she finds <laughs> couches for like fifty dollars she finds beds for, like so and of course it does take some looking you know you're not just gonna open the app and it's gonna be there but like she finds it in like our garage apartment here you furnished it for about six seven hundred yeah we have a bed a couch a TV, uh, you know, it's a full run. It's people, somebody's coming tomorrow, actually. So yeah. it's a full run Airbnb. So, Jeez. yeah, like Facebook Marketplace is where she goes to find it. So, and again, also a plus on that, 
um, is on the design. You know, she taught me this. She, you know, she has like a design eye. She says, um, it says if everything, if you get a set in something, it's not quote unquote real design. You know, yeah. you know, you just buy it from the set. You know, it looks how it looks. You know, like I said, she's a designer, so she said, "No, you need to get this bed and then get these two side tables." And yeah. so doing that makes it cheaper because you're buying these two side tables here for twenty dollars. You're buying this bed frame here for fifty dollars. So as opposed to buying the a queen bedroom set for five hundred, you know, that it all matches and stuff like that. So small things like that allow it to be unique, mm-hmm. allows it to be different, and then on the other, it allows us to spend less money furnishing. Yeah, so you'll you'll jump into your profit from Airbnb quicker because yeah. you'll probably get that back within the first month. Um, we have a three bedroom, two bath, two and a half, two and a half bath that we I think we furnished that with like yeah, yeah. with um three thousand and he got that back the first month. So now he's just all profit and his house is fully paid off. He only pays taxes um at the end of the year yeah. I think. So he's mm-hmm. just, so he's he's loving yeah, it. Yeah, he it's loves like, it. He actually just just bought another condo. Uh, we're getting ready to set that up yeah. in August. Like <laughs> he is in love with Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, and like and it's funny, you know. Like he'll call me every once in a while. Um, he'd be like, "Um, is this is there certain reason why this weekend is not booked or this?" And I'm like, "Oh, like give it time. Don't yeah. worry." And like literally, he said he did this to me twice. twice. Both times he said it. While we're on the phone, he got to book it. Like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I'm just going to shut up. Because, like, every time he calls me, it's not like he's like, you know, like, I get it. If you're not really with Airbnb, you have questions. Like, I'm, am I, you know, so I try to be as um, stern, as polite, try to be, you know, just try to talk to him, call me about it. But, like, literally every time. And I, he'll be like, mm, he'll see it. He'll be like, oh, shit, I just got to book it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Trust us. Don't worry. You know, don't worry. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so of course I have to ask this because because yeah. y'all seem like y'all are rolling pretty good in Houston. Has there been any rumblings about wanting to try to put a ban in place or a partial ban in place in Houston? I actually just saw um, an article. Now I didn't read it. I just read the heading, but it, it, I think um, Airbnb and I guess some something in Houston are teaming up to increase tourism. Oh. So I think it's actually the opposite yeah. of most areas. I think they're like, oh, okay, Airbnb is bringing people in. Let's see what we can do. Yeah. Because most most of the hosts here, I would say, care about the type of guests they're bringing in. There was um, one house I know of that was just a party house, and the the neighborhood and the city shut them down, so yeah. they can't Ooh. do yeah they can't do Airbnb at all. It had a pool indoors. So it was a real yeah. Party so house. it was a real party <laughs> house. It was over there kicking it, man. <laughs> See, that's how it should be. Shut down the the problem child. Don't yeah, shut down everybody, right? Child. Yeah. So I think for now. Um, Houston and Airbnb, they they like each yeah, other. Yeah, they've had them as issues. Yeah, yeah. See, the, Airbnb's learning. You know, I mean, they 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 were just you know making all this profit off the cities without even giving a flip about the uh, city council or what's you know they didn't pay off the right people. Now they're you know they're learning their lesson a little bit. Yeah, no. I think they're growing. I I think they're like they were growing faster than they they planned to. Oh, it yeah. looks like. Oh yeah, they blew up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Y'all, um, y'all own any properties? 
No, we don't own. We don't, we don't own any properties ourselves. No. And you plan? Do you plan on buying some to to Airbnb yeah, we, or to live in or whatever? We plan on buying a, something next year. Um, honestly, we still, of course, whenever we buy, we want to house hack into somewhere. Like mm-hmm. no matter what, yeah. we're going to try to have it house hack. Like we're staying here. Yeah. We're renting here. It's a house, but. The landlord knows and is okay with this, so this is not an issue. Uh, with the, yeah, I know, right? Um, yeah, that's dope. Um, issue. So, um, yeah, we do plan on buying some soon, but no yeah. matter what we buy, we have house hacking in mind. Okay. Yeah. But but the the thing with our house, why it's special is typically I don't think landlords like to do this, but it's in the neighborhood where it's an old neighborhood, but it has a lot of new houses. So the neighborhood is worth like millions, but the houses we're in are like they're they're cheap but no one wants to you know spend that money to buy it's it'll cost like what four grand four hundred thousand but like this is not a new house you know know. so they're like okay if you want to rent it that's fine (laughs) we need that so that's why but i think if it was a regular house and the regular landlord probably Mm -hmm. not yeah Yeah. so like like a four hundred thousand dollar house you're saying you're renting that yeah, but it's it's not like the house is old. The yeah. only reason it's worth that much is because of the land. Yeah, because all the other houses yeah. in the neighborhood have okay. been broken down and then yeah. built back up. Yeah. You know, oh, so like our neighbor's house is yeah. like a million dollar house. Yeah, like pretty much across like the street. All is these houses, dollars. you know, it's less smaller houses than bigger houses. <laughs> but like our neighbor on this side, it has a small old house as <laughs> yeah. well. So it's just a crazy mix yeah yeah mm-hmm. so so what would y'all's when y'all do eventually buy what would your ideal house be of course the house hack the the ideal house for y'all to get the maximum airbnb money out of it hmm like to be completely honest when we were thinking about buying a house in general like you know we weren't really thinking about like airbnb, airbnb. we're just yeah. you know just a house for us but just you know, I listen to a lot of bigger pockets, bigger pockets, excuse me. So no matter what, I, the house hacking is something that I want to do no matter what. So, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we weren't really thinking about like Airbnb about the house, but we just know for sure whatever house that we do end up buying, we can house hack, whether it be long-term renter or short-term renter with Airbnb. You just, I'm going to give you... I'm gonna give you my personal advice because I see how Eric was like. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. it, it, it really That'd is gonna crazy. come to that if you house hack. So what I my personal suggestion? Yeah. Buy a house with a house on the back. Yep. So then they're not in your space. You're just house hacking. They're paying your rent, and you living for. Free. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's that's the best. That's personally what I'm looking for right now. I'm trying to get okay. out of. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for a house like that. I got you. So that's the best thing. Well, yeah, we got a lot of advice on the house hacking front that we've well, we've discovered ourselves. Yeah, okay. especially um, a, a few quick ones. I mean, we, we throw them out there all the time. But if you do, you know, you find one that let's say you know three two a nice three two house. Those those things you could rent all day long, right? A three two mm-hmm. or even a four two. Um, and then y'all y'all are gonna get ready to bounce to the next house. Now here's one thing: if you if you've built up quite a bit of equity in that in that year that you've been there, or longer, or however you plan plan to stay in there, always do a cash out refi before you move in, into the next one because you yeah yeah because because then you'll um, get the lower interest rate. Now if you move out into the next one, put renters, and then you think like, oh okay, I got a lot of equity in the house, I'm gonna go back and, and pull some money out. Then they're gonna jump your your interest rate, you know, mm-hmm. as an investment property. 
yeah. if it's your if it's your personal property, then uh, you know it'll it'll you might even get a lower interest rate if you cash out refi. You know what I'm saying? But if it's an investment yeah. property, they treat it differently. Yeah, yeah, because that that kind of almost hurt me. I was I was about to refile my property, <laughs> and I saw that interest rate of an investment property. I was like, oh hell no! <laughs> yeah, so that's up the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, but I, now. Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. No, I just say I highly recommend house hacking. That's how I. That's how I, I got my four houses. So, any any, yeah. any questions y'all got about that? I I know a little bit, a little bit. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Definitely hitting you up. Cool. Yeah. So about like, how do y'all plan on growing? Like, what what is y'all what's y'all next steps for growth? Y'all seem like y'all young hustlers. So. so right now we are actually well, we were trying to work on like um, what is that? Uh, kind of like a training of sorts. So um, I think it was Paula Pants, right? That's her name, yeah, Paula Pants. Yeah, I think it is. I just know, I believe it was her podcast. I think it's called Afford Anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's, we're not sure if it's her or somebody on her podcast. I think it's her. Yeah. But we want to, in a sense, train other people to co-host under us so we don't have to co-host ourselves. So, um, but... Honestly, in the last couple of months, like the amount of listings we've gotten has allowed, has made us like kind of put that on the back to set these up because it's like, okay, this month we're like in the process of setting this up. And well, AJ is always actively reaching out to um, property owners, even though I told him to hold on real quick. (laughs) But um, so when we're done working on this one, he has someone else who's like, oh, I have 10 properties I want to put up. So hopefully when, you know, we get them all set up, we want to have like some type of training and bring other people on board because I think co-hosting for us has helped us because, you know, like you said, I just graduated out of college. So we're young. We don't really have much capital, but it was a good way for us to get into. So we want to teach other people like, hey, you don't have to wait until you have capital. You know, this is something Mm -hmm. you can do. So that that that's our short term, long term goal for right now. Now, yeah, yeah. by the end of the year, maybe that will change. But as of right now, that's that's what we're focusing on: just getting really good at this co-hosting, so we can teach other people, you know, how to co-host themselves, and then we'll be able to trust them to do our stuff. Then yeah, you can. Y'all work. are gonna be y'all are gonna be millionaires in ten <laughs> years. I can already see it. Okay, thank <laughs> you. Y'all have the y'all have the hustle. Because then you can work. Like we heard that, and essentially, like what she just said, like. So, you know, it'll be us and then we'll have, we'll be training three people, you know, and those three people become good. So at that point, those three people are co-hosting for our property. I mean, well, our, our, um, our homeowners, I should say, and we'll mm-hmm. get a percentage per that. So it, it goes to a point where they're doing all the co-hosting, but we're getting the kickback for all the co-hosting that they're doing. So that's the, where we're trying to move to, you know, because as, at times, you know, not all the time, but at times... Uh, co-hosting can, you know, get kind of overwhelming with all the properties and things like that. So, mm. just depending on uh, where the listings are, where the properties are, things like that. So, at times, I should say, not all the times. Um, so, what she's like, she said, something like that will allow us to step back and allow us to actually talk to homeowners, property owners, tw- pretty much twenty four seven to recruit them. All the time. He already know? does that, by the way, <laughs> like twenty four seven. But you know, hey, we can we can never be given enough, you know. But you yeah, so that's, that's, that's kind of like how we think about it. So like, we're now we're co-hosting. So 
Our next step is be able to co-host without co-hosting. It's only a co-co-host. Yeah, co-co-host. <laughs> I guess we just, we just co-co-host. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the so so in other words, you want to work on your business instead of in your business, like uh, Robert Kiyosaki. I think that's um, trying to, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're working to fire yeah. themselves. That's good. Fire yourself. There you go. Um, man, this is cool. So we we got to get we got to get we got to move down to Houston, man. What are we doing here in this area? It's all banned <laughs> over here, Micah. Matter of fact, we uh, we got some people. You're our sex, our second guest from Houston. Really? Our boy, uh, our boy Norman's from down there. Oh, oh we need to set y'all up, man. They they do the similar thing. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. We got hook- y'all got to go to his Airbnb, uh, Houston. Uh, he has a he has a short term rental meetup down there. His name's Norman Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Y'all gotta go link up with him. Is he in Airbnb? Because we're like in all the Airbnb groups, groups. on Facebook. We're in like, two Houston groups. Yeah, I've never seen Norman. Yeah, Wait. Just okay. check check up the meetup. His meetup. He has a meetup down there. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. He talks a lot about yeah. Bitcoin. So you, if you you might see Bitcoin talk, he's a huge yeah. Bitcoin man. Yeah. Oh. He was one of them. He was an early investor. He he yeah, he got he got it in with Bitcoin. Paid for his whole college, right? Oh, something wow. he did. Yeah, Ethereum or one of those. Wow. Yeah, Houston man. That's uh, I should I should have took the transfer over there, man. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> cleaning up. <laughs> oh. Growing right? Well, yeah, Dallas is growing, but just uh, they banned Airbnb pretty much everywhere around here. It's crazy. But no, I mean, I mean, honestly, this is how I look at it. Like Dallas is not banned in Dallas; you can pay taxes for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, but like, there's only one city that the entire Airbnb has only partnered with one city in the state of Texas to actually pay hot taxes, and that city is Plano. So that's why I've been kind of avoiding. I've been I've been avoiding buying properties in, in the texas area i've been buying in another place because i know it's friendly over there but as far as like arbitrage and what y'all doing y'all safe so i, I it'll like regulations really won't affect them unless the property owners get scary which i doubt y'all yeah. should yeah. Have <laughs> ain't gonna give it damn. And, and you know, like, every, <laughs> every time we come like we start a new uh talking to a new property owner you know it's always that that quick second it like it's kind of like we won't tell if you don't tell. You know, they always ask like, <laughs> the area with it. And I'm like, we never had that issue. And they're like, okay, because I don't want to have to. And I'm like, we get it. And the department was like, okay, as long as we're on the same page, <laughs> we won't tell if you don't tell. So I was like, okay, as long as we're on it together, we're all good. Already oh, got yeah. you. Real, I have two quick questions. The first one, the first one is, uh, what is a, a crazy Airbnb story that happened to y'all? I know y'all y'all have done a lot of Airbnb, and what's like a crazy situation that y'all been through, and how did y'all rectify it, or what happened? Are you asking like guests or just yeah. Airbnb in general? I, I, we could do both. We could start with guests. Hmm. To be completely honest, like she does a real good job uh, screening guests, but we never had any. Bad guess. I don't want to like Damn. jinx us, but we never, <laughs> never had the, the worst guess we had was the one right across from NRG. Um, I think he was like smoking hookah or something, and he burned our couch and our floor. Oh, uh, you know. So we came back. It's obvious, but like again, she screams them so well. Before we even got there, they bought new sheets. We'd even tell them they bought new sheets and stuff. And then right. we came back. We're like, okay, thank for the sheets, but our couch and our floor still <laughs> burnt. You know. Uh, so we, we sent in a request and they paid, they paid immediately. So like, we never really had like bad issues like that. But 
I can tell you a story about on the other side of my hosting. So we okay. It's, I'll, 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 I'll try to I'll try to make the story not so long, but this is kind of a long story. So take your time. We found somebody on Craigslist trying to sell their condos. Okay, they were using it via Airbnb already. You know, um, so in my head, that's when I was like, okay, maybe he's trying to sell it. We don't want to buy it. But we're like, maybe we can help you co-host. Maybe we can help you on that end, you know. So he was, you know, putting up a big game. He was talking, oh, yeah, it's making this much. It's, it's five dollars. We're like, okay, this must, be, this must be good. Yeah, we have a manager in place right now. Don't worry. So I'm like, okay, okay. So we come in, and we go to the, the – are you all familiar with hostels, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, like, I come in. He's like a hostel. So my head, I'm like, okay, he doesn't know the hostel. Regular. So we come in and we're like, whoa, you know, like, and we're seeing how much he's charging. He's charging like $10 a bed. He's charging like, <laughs> like, whoa, you know? So like we had a chat with him like, okay, if we're going to start with you, there's certain things that we had to move forward. You know, there's like so many color sheets. There's just so many crazy things. So we're like, okay, we want to do this, we want to do this, we want to do this, you know, kind of like if you want to get started to do this. So yeah, so you want to make sure it's a certain standard. So he's like, okay, not an issue. So while in the process, you know, at least in our eyes, giving new sheets, new towels, new blankets, new pillows, things like that, we're changing them. Us personally, and some of the guests were in there, and somebody complained about the new sheets and new towels and stuff. And like that was like the most. Like he actually came up to me. He was like. Yeah, are you the new host manager? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, well, why are you changing the sheets and stuff? Like, I honestly didn't know what to say. I was like, <laughs> because the other dirty. sheets were dirty. <laughs> like, like, I really didn't know what to say. Like, that was like the wildest story, the wildest situation. And, and like, even she was like, she was like, no way somebody's gonna not be happy with new sheets new towels. i was excited i was like oh they're gonna be so happy when they get back but, and then uh, like you got pushback and now that's like it's not like a real story but like that like caught us off guard like we're like okay but again like we're saying that people were ten dollars a day it, like, it was uh three three bunk beds in the room so it was eight <laughs> People in one room. Jeez. Six. It, six. six. Oh, I'm six. sorry. Six. I can't do math. It was six <laughs> people. It was ridiculous. And like. A lot of them were not uh, paying. Like we come to find out a lot of them have their trips been like it ended on Airbnb a long time ago, but they were just there. And, they, and <laughs> like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, I, I, I pay them every other Saturday. I, and I'm. <laughs> And everyone had different agreements. Everybody Some had different people stuff. were paying like a dollar a day. There was a guy who was homeless and he said yeah. he was paying a dollar a day. There was one guy who was homeless and he was literally paying a dollar a day, you know. And like, Jeez. I get it. <laughs> oh, man. At the same time, it was like business, you know. So like, it was. That's kind of stressful. It, it was like, that, again, that was like our first jump into being a co-host, honestly. So, like, that kind of, like, opened our eyes to so much. After that, we started getting a purchase list. After that, we started to get a contract. After that, we started to put so many things in play because we're like, oh, no, that's not – we're not going to come to something like that, you know. But it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> it was they're paying that $10 a day, man. You can't come up here uh, messing up these, these dirty sheets. <laughs> <laughs> you 
throwing off the groove. That's what I'm saying. I was like, okay, dad, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I guess y'all like y'all sheets how y'all like. Those sheets had some special memories to them. <laughs> but yeah, that'll, that'll probably be like our craziest, craziest story. story via Airbnb in general. Yeah. <laughs> See, he should. He should. He should. A guy like that should be featured at the city council. See, he's combating homelessness by letting homeless people stay at his Airbnb. You see that? And not causing it. He's helping it. Oh, our very first was that co-hosting? Yeah, co-hosting. We went in. She moved out of town, like we said. We went in to you know help, and we came out with like no money. We put in oh, all our money. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> not again, again. But that was like our. Now that was our. First, first that, that we weren't even co-hosting. That was like we didn't know what we were doing. We really didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, like, we were like, we'll we were, just help you. Set we we're up wet behind the ears. We came inside the apartment. We already know what to look at. We're like, oh yeah, this is a, look like the good apartment to rent. And then once we really got in there, we're like, smells like cat. There's things right here, you know, so many small things. So like, we put so much money in and literally got nothing out. Yeah. So yeah, that's another story. But I, I use that as a, a learning curve, you know, like a teaching moment. Uh, yeah, yeah. Learn from it. Learn from it. Uh, a couple. Okay, I do have two more questions. Sorry, I was gonna because you said Erica's really good at screening. Uh, you throw me some um, good screening advice, Erica. Um, let's see. So first thing I always want to look at is government ID. If they have that on there, then I'll ask them more questions about. Um, oh, let me say this. So the very very thing that we like to um, what's that word? What's the word I'm looking for? press on or like we like to really emphasize is when you have your instant book on make sure you have the two additional requirements which is um uh, recommended from other hosts Mm -hmm. and what government ID. i think a certain number of reviews reviews or something like something like that so those people can instant book and you won't worry about that but the other people who send in reservations, I like to make sure they have government ID. If they have government ID, I'll ask them some more questions like, what brings you to the area? Um, and depending on their answer, if they're like a straightforward person, they'll just be like, oh, I'm visiting, blah, blah, blah. But if they don't have like an answer and they're just like, oh, for work, then I'll be like, <laughs> okay, well, um, we'll we'll meet you there when you check in. All of our properties are self-checking, but... I'll say we'll meet you there. And then if I get pushed back from there, then it's like, okay, there's a reason you don't yeah. want us to meet you. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people, they don't have government ID. So I'll say, hey, upload a form of government ID. If they do it right away, then, you know, they're just innocent. They didn't know. But if they don't, then it's like, okay, why don't you want to mm-hmm. do it? So not those not people, all the time, but, you know, it's just something to look at. It's like if yeah. you ask them, it takes like a whole day. It's like, I yeah. guess... You're not, you know, maybe you're trying to do something different than you were, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That whole instant book thing you just said, man, I just kind of had one of those situations today where somebody somebody sent through, I have an instant book property in Arkansas, okay. and somebody sent through a request. And he was like, we always accept them, but this one got accepted. And I don't really pay attention to it, so I went back and looked. <laughs> and usually when people send through a request and instant books on, and I have those two additional categories checked. Mm-hmm. They had they sent in a request because either one they have no reviews, or they have bad reviews. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. I went back and I looked. I'm like, yeah, seven reviews. I'm like, oh shit. I went and let to my house, man. So I start going through <laughs> the reviews. And I seen it was one. It was only one bad one. 
but the one bad one was he brought big dogs in the house and they were pooping all over the place. I'm like, so I'm like, oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, if this happened to me, I'm like, bro, I'm about to send the squad over. You guys have to get up out of here, man. Big dog. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that that is a very good one. If you got the instant book on, definitely yeah. those extra requirements. I'm surprised because a lot of hosts, they don't know about the additional requirements. They just mm -hmm. are mad and like, oh, I hate instant book. And I'm like, you could just add the other two and I think you'll be fine. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think weird. that is a big again, like yeah. I said, we're both we're in all the Airbnb host groups, so we see the complaints, we see what people talk about. So we personally think that if you change those requirements for your instant book, maybe half of those you won't even get. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I know a lot of those guests that are bad are instant book. And most people most of the hosts are like, Oh, instant book, we're good, you know? They don't even think about mm -hmm. it. So I know that. So that's a real good one that she said. Yeah. And also pricing. Yeah. We try not to let any of our listings go below $50 because we find that once it's below $50 a night, it, it brings in a different type of crowd. You know, yep. people who steal towels. This is all hearsay. It's never happened to us in the wood. <laughs> but um, we are one of our um, hosts that we co-host for. She was doing Airbnb before, and we were like, okay, um, we'd like you to get new towels, new sheets. She was like, oh, no, I'm not getting new towels because guests steal towels. And I was like, wait, what type of guests? <laughs> <laughs> a dollar a day <laughs> guests. But right now, she's had all good guests. She's actually a super host now. Yeah. So she was really excited about that. And, like, and she literally just had a got a, a four-month booking for almost 5000 you know, yeah. a couple of days ago. So, yeah. so that's so 20% of that. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I would say just keep your price. Like, if you feel like you just cannot keep it above $50, it's probably something inside the listing that you need to change, maybe get better sheets or get some art on the walls. Just try to keep it, you know, at a good rate that only hardworking people, people who work hard for their money will, you know, spend. Um, what else? Other than that, I think it's, I don't know, we've never really had issues with yeah. the guests. I like to ask a lot of questions. And um, that that's been helping. I don't do background checks because you know some people steal, but they just wanted to steal when they were kids. So I won't <laughs> I won't let that you know T-shirt they stole from the mall be the reason they can't sleep over. Right. But right. Um, yeah, that just make sure they have the government ID. Ask questions. Sometimes you just get a feeling. There was a time we had someone try to book, but. Uh, what she just said she's coming to visit her sister and I'm like okay why won't you stay with your sister but I was like okay the apartment isn't available and right after that we had someone instant book and he had like one good review so he was able to instant book and I was like oh, okay this seems kind of fishy because it's it the exact like, same date it was like right minutes yeah. apart you know so uh. I was like okay um we'll meet you at five and at this time i was still working so i was like speeding down to the apartment so he wouldn't self-check in and then he was like oh i'll be working late so um i won't be able to check in until eight i was like okay that's fine we'll, we'll be there then um so i'm waiting and i'm waiting and then 7 30 comes he was like oh i have to stay late behind for work i'll be there at 11 <laughs> oh, man. Like, no problem <laughs> we'll be here then he was like oh is there a way i can just go ahead and cancel 
because I think what happened was the girl I turned down, she just asked a friend who had a review and tried to book. And maybe she wouldn't have been a bad guest, but maybe just, not, you, know? you know, just because you went that route, I just, yeah. So certain things, your instincts too will tell you, but for the most part, just pay attention. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think women have better instincts than than guys yeah. do. See? Yeah, because all the time did I'm not like, catch it at all. I was like, I was like, why are you not take that? He's like, no, trust me. Like, why not? That's money. Turn it down, money. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I do have another question I wanted to get to real quick. The uh, Instagrammable wall. This is the first time I heard of this one. It sounds pretty yeah. cool. Uh, how? What is that? And how do you how do you make one? Um, so just anything, especially in, in to this age of Instagram, the phrase Instagrammable wall, anything can be an Instagrammable wall. Like, for example, you have this like banner behind you about the podcast. Like that is <laughs> kind of Instagrammable, you know, if they know about the podcast and let's say they're staying at your house and they're like, oh, this is, you know, this is the room that the podcast is filmed in. Just the fact that they took a picture and posted it will make people, will put your spot on the map. So just putting something, it doesn't even have to be a wall. It can be like a sculpture or um, like maybe a cool throw blanket. Just something that people want to share on Snapchat, Facebook, anything will bring attention to your Airbnb. So not just relying on the Airbnb platform, but like trying to get involved in social media because that is the fastest way, especially now we have viral tweets, viral posts. Like you just want to be something that people want to share because like business word of mouth is the best way, you know, to get clients. So just having something that people want to share with people at home. So like, oh, I want to travel there and see it, you know, oh, that was cool. I want to take a picture with it. So just having Mm. something anything that is awesome great advice yeah and I, I know a way that she likes to do it is um some it can be as simple as um wallpapering a certain area of a wall you know not like the whole wall but hmm. like wallpapering right here having a small desk or having some you know just that small area so it's like a real vibrant wallpaper right there mm-hmm. and the rest is uh blank so you know that area must be special you know it's just something so small you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on it and for Airbnbs, they have now, um, it's kind of like, it's wallpaper, but it's kind of like sticker. So, like, you can easily take it off. It It's already self-adhesive. You just peel off the backing, put it on the wall. When you're leaving, you can take it off. If you change your mind, you can take it off. If you get tired of it, you can take it off. Um, I know the brand I like to use is Roommates. Roommates Wallpaper. They have that. Target has it. Um, Amazon has it. So, that's a quick, cheap easy way right now in our garage apartment um, we were trying to stay under 500 so what i did was just put wallpaper on a door because you know a door is smaller so now we have a door with like leaves on it it's really cool you can take pictures but it's not something that just costs a lot of money it was one roll and that's like 36 dollars so and you can you know, reuse it mm-hmm, you oh. can move it to somewhere else but I feel like you could probably only reuse it once. Oh, okay. You probably have to enforce it with push pins, but it it's something you can change and it won't damage the paint on your wall or anything. So, adhesive wallpaper, self adhesive. 
So is that is that the Erica and AJ tip of the day, or what is y'all's special tip? Um, I always ask. I'll let AJ do that. Okay. Um, Like I said earlier, I'm going to use the tip and just say Facebook, honestly. Um, Like she said, before, I never really even thought to do this, but how I find new property owners or new people to work with, like I literally go on Facebook and people may be selling their home, listing their home, renting their home out, you know, and I like to talk to actual homeowners as opposed to realtors because, you know, realtors, you have to, you're, in, you're talking to an in-between person, uh, but if you're talking to an actual homeowner, it's a lot quicker, you get the quicker response. So I always like to ask simple question, is it for rent by owner, for sale by owner? And, you know, with that answer, it gets me, you know, how I get to there. But I probably message 50, 100, 150 people a day, honestly, you know, like just friend by owner, they'll be like, no, friend by owner, like, yes. I'm like, okay, um, have you ever considered putting it on Airbnb? I never have. You know, now send them my number, we chat. Uh, thank you, but this, this is not a good uh, fit for me. Okay, go on to the next person. So, like, at first, I'm not going to lie, I was like, man, like, I'm hitting so many people up, like, nobody <laughs> wants to do Airbnb, like, it's so, <laughs> it makes sense, you know, but like out of all those a random call one day and it's like is this aj and i'm like hello like <laughs> who is this and like she was actually there and and he was like yeah um i got your number off someone on facebook they said you're the guy to talk to my airbnb and i'm like oh wow you know so yeah. like i see like all those people are messaging like all right let me know whenever you're ready let me know if you have somebody else you know like i let them know like if you're not ready you don't want to do it that's fine you know like i'm not like pressuring you it's just it's an option to think about because, to be honest with you, a lot of times um, the homeowners may have another mortgage or like another home. So us coming to them and saying, okay, right now you have a double mortgage. So if anything, give us this one month and let's see how much money you make. Give us, let us try it out because no matter what, you have to pay that mortgage. Like. That's not going anywhere, mm-hmm. and you're tr- you're actively trying to find a long-term renter, and you haven't for the past couple months. So in my head, I'm like, okay, this is the perfect person to talk to because one, they're desperate, and I don't want to, you know, I'm in sales, you know, so like desperate people buy. So um, mm-hmm. like they're desperate, so I I kind of just went up like, okay, um, what about trying to use Airbnb one month with your size property? Um, with my experience, I know you can make at least this amount, mm-hmm. and their long term rent may be fifteen hundred. I'm saying you can make two thousand, and like doing that, that's how we pretty much got all of our co-hosting. Like me just going talking to maybe hundreds of people on Facebook, maybe like ten percent of them actually messaging me back with something positive. All the others were just saying no, don't want to do it. I hate Airbnb, you know, all those other ones. But I, I try to stay diligent because. That one turned into like all the other ones, you know. And like how I said before, um, before we were doing the co-hosting, I felt like we we're doing a lot of work, you know. But as we learn our systems and we learn the practices in place and things like that, I feel like we do less work with more listings, you know, and we're getting more money in. So right now, I'm like, okay, let's try to grow the co-hosting as much as possible since we have this system in place because. I forget who said it. It may have been bigger pockets again. Uh, Brandon, he said, uh, "You buy one house, um, it takes you about one year. To get that second house, it takes you 
six months. To get that fifth house, it takes you three months. To get that tenth house, you're getting in three, two and a half weeks. You know, just because each time you learn more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So, like, our this year, like, is something that we've seen grown on it. But to stick to the actual question about um, <clears throat> actual um, the actual tip, I'm just gonna say straight Facebook. Use your resources. You know, um, whenever I talk to homeowners, they're saying. Uh, how do you find people? And I say Facebook. They're like, Facebook? Like, really? So my, my real tip is use all your resources. Don't hesitate to um, talk to somebody on a weird app or talk mm-hmm. to somebody that you don't know or try out a new app. You know, like, I'm on let go. They sell used clothes and furniture and stuff like that. And I saw somebody trying to rent their home on You know, in the mm. mind, like, if you're trying to rent your home on let go, you must be pretty desperate, you know. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to just go up to desperate people, but I don't know. I guess that's just be my tip. Kind of uh, know yeah. who you're talking to, you know. And like us, we're mostly talking to homeowners, mm-hmm. and a lot of homeowners try to sell or rent on Facebook. So that's where I go. Mm-hmm. Sweet, yeah. that's a great tip. And we appreciate y'all appreciate y'all so much for hopping on the show. Thanks. It's been a long show, been really good, so much information. And um, real quickly, where can people find you? Reach out to you, start getting that co-host on with y'all. Uh, we are on Instagram. Our Instagram is ea lodging. We also have a website. It's ealodging.com. And you can always shoot us an email at ealodging at gmail.com. So it's pretty consistent. Um, we check it all the time. So feel free to reach out if you need co-hosting or co-hosting tips and advice. Awesome. And what do you that think about dope. what do you think about Kawhi Leonard going to the Lakers? Yeah, don't get me started, <laughs> man. Hold on, hold on. You aren't a Rockets fan, are you? See, like we were talking about that earlier. Like, I'm not a Rockets fan, you know. Good. Uh, I, I, let, me, let, me not, let me not just say that. I liked the Rockets when it was like Steve Francis and Katina Mobley and stuff like that. That's when oh, I was a real fan. True fan, true you fan. Know? So, and I kind of liked them when T Mac came and Yumming came. But now I just feel like we win for losing. You know? We win all the time and then we just end up losing. So, uh, it's just stressful. Get rid of that coach. <laughs> Don't get me started, man. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, yeah, I gotta definitely. I might have to wink up with y'all because I'm gonna be in Houston next weekend. I actually gotta oh. go down there. Yeah, oh, I have to. I have to wink up with y'all and talk to y'all about some co-hosting. Definitely, 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 man. Sweet. Yeah, man. Well, thank y'all so much for hopping on. It's a great show. Thank you for having no us. Thanks for having us. Definitely. Wait, we didn't say this. So actually, when we first started this Airbnb journey, we were listening to your podcast. So yeah, like in the car all the time. So that's how I actually found Micah because I was like, "Hey, isn't that the Micah?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, he so, ta- he talks know. a lot of crap on the forums. That's why you see it. <laughs> so it, it's cool to to be on here because we felt like you guys did, you know, play a big role. Y'all, in, y'all, y'all, y'all really did. Honestly, this grow. like I, I, I forget. I remember uh, Michael was saying something about pricing and turn your closer to the end of the week increase your weekend pricing things like that i don't know you just say so many small things i'm like oh wow you know and i implement it and i see it come in effect so definitely definitely it's real cool to be on a podcast where i actually learned a lot of stuff 
on the way. So it's cool, and I appreciate y'all for letting us on here. Oh, thanks. Man, appreciate thank y'all, y'all so man. much. Thank y'all. We're learning a lot yeah. from you guys, too. Appreciate yeah, it. thank y'all for being a list- listeners, man. For real. Like, that means a lot. Like, we. Me and Steve started in a little in, his, in a little corner doing this in, a, in his house, man. For real, and it just grew, man. For real, we, we definitely appreciate all the listeners. No problem, man. No problem. All right, we yeah. hope to link link up with y'all pretty soon, and y'all take care and good luck on your journey. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Y'all have a good one. All right, you, you too. too. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.